The Canadian Emergency Response Benefit, desperately needed by so many people over the last couple of months. But now, as things are getting more back to normal, there's a question. Is the CERB preventing people from going back to work? Do some people prefer to cash that check, which may be bigger than what they would make if they went back to work at this point? Now, anecdotally, we have heard that, right, from a couple of businesses. You've probably seen those stories in the news, which is why I thought it interesting that the federal conservatives have a proposal to deal with that issue. And we are going to hear more about that proposal right now from Andrew Scheer, Conservative Party leader, who joins us. Thank you very much for being here. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on the show. Have you been hearing stories like that, too? Do you think this is tough for some employers out there? It's tough for some employers, for sure, but it's also tough for many workers who have to make a very difficult decision. Uh, There are many people who work in, say, the service industry where they pick up shifts throughout the month. And if they find themselves, say, in, uh, you know, the 10th or 11th of the month and they've already earned $950, if they accept a couple of extra shifts, then they'll lose their entire CERB benefit. And it may be the case that uh, later on in the month they don't get those shifts offered because, as we know, it's taking a while for businesses to open and restaurants have to operate at half capacity and things like that. So our back-to-work bonus will allow them to keep $0.50 on every dollar from the CERB that they earn by going back to work and picking up those shifts. So everybody's better off uh, under our proposal. Okay, so then how would that work? Essentially, they would use the CERB as a top-up? Well, essentially what they would get is uh, on their first $1,000, they would keep 100% of their CERB. And then for every dollar that they uh, earn after that, instead of losing everything under the Liberal plan, they would keep 50% of the CERB benefit. So that means that they don't have to worry about picking up those extra shifts. If they, if they earn $1,500 in a month, they don't have to worry about losing that benefit. They can keep 50% of it. And under our proposal, it will always pay more to work. People will always be better off for having picked up those shifts. And one thing we're hearing from a lot of small business owners is that it's difficult to convince some workers to come back because of the uncertainty about whether or not Mm -hmm. the business will stay open or whether or not they'll have the same customer base that they had before. So we're in a a very strange situation here in many areas in Canada where we have very high unemployment rates because of the the, the shutdown, but also a bit of a labor shortage in in many industries. So our proposal will help solve that problem. Right. Okay. So how can you make that proposal a reality? Is is the government at all receptive to this? Well, this is uh, the thing that's very frustrating. You know, uh, from from the beginning of this pandemic, we have been putting forward constructive solutions uh, to this Liberal government. And unfortunately, they have ignored many of them. Uh, we know that there are major problems with the wage subsidy. Less than a third of the of the dollars that were made available for businesses to access that program have been used. Uh, many, many businesses don't qualify for it. Many small businesses, owner-operators. Uh, we know that there are problems with the uh, small business loan program mm-hmm. and, and many others. So we're going to be pushing the government very hard on this uh, throughout the week to create the public awareness of what we're proposing in the hopes that the government finally takes action uh, to solve this problem. Is it possible to partner with another party, though, to get this done? Well, yeah, we are talking to the other opposition parties. You know, when in a minority parliament, if you can uh, get other parties on side, it's uh, it's more likely to get things accomplished. Uh, we we right. believe that some of the other parties have expressed uh, interest in this. We're going to continue our, our talks with them. The frustrating thing, though, right now is that parliament isn't sitting. 
uh, we we wanted Parliament to full Parliament to come back so that these types of legislative fixes can be proposed not just by the government but uh, by other opposition parties as well. And uh, with the Liberals shutting down Parliament during this pandemic, that's very difficult to do. So we really have to do create the public awareness and the demand so that uh, Justin Trudeau makes this fix and uh, and helps get people back to work and businesses to stay open. Uh, can I also ask you at this chance uh, that I have about uh, what we've seen happen with Meng Wanzhou, pressure on the Trudeau government to essentially trade Meng Wanzhou for the two Michaels, uh, the Prime Minister saying adamantly that that would not happen, he will not do that. What's your take on that? What would you do? Well, uh, first I have to point out that just the other day, uh, Justin Trudeau had a very weak response to the charges being filed against uh, the two Michaels. Uh, I, I, you know, some of the media analysts are saying that he he had tough talk yesterday, but just a few days ago, all he said was that he was disappointed in the situation, which is very weak. It comes on the heels of uh, over a year and a half of doing absolutely nothing to stand up for Canadians and for our interests. So one one thing that we've been push, pushing for, I've been calling the government to do, is to pull Canada's funding out of the Asian Infrastructure Bank. Uh, this Liberal government sent over $250 million to the Asian Infrastructure Bank, which is run by China, to build infrastructure projects around the world to expand Chinese influence. And we don't believe that your tax dollars should go to pay that, especially when the government of China is mis- mistreating Canadian citizens. But Mr. Shear, would you make the trade, though? Would you make that trade? Would you say, uh, yes, you will ask your justice minister to release Meng Wanzhou? I I wouldn't. And and here's why. The the rule of law is so important to preserve. uh, And we don't want to send a message around the world that that if a Canadian citizen is detained illegally or if they're held hostage or kidnapped or anything like that, uh, that uh, th- that we would consider this type mm-hmm. of option because that would really put a target on the backs of Canadians who are traveling around the world or living in other countries. Mr. Shear, thank you very much for your time on this today. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. That's Andrew Shear, Conservative Party leader, talking about two things. One, the proposal the Conservative Party has made to top up the CERB, essentially, uh, like a back-to-work kind of bonus thing so that people don't lose money if they're trying to ease their way back into the workforce. Uh, I thought that was an interesting one because I think it would definitely work in a lot of cases. And also getting his take on the Meng Wanzhou situation, pressure that the Trudeau government has been under to release Meng Wanzhou in order to bring the two Michaels back to Canada. Andrew Shear saying he would also not make that trade.